Good morning. Good morning. We lift you high, Yahweh. Father, we bless your name, Elohim. El Shaddai, Adonai, we bless you, God. Jesus, we lift you high. We say good morning. It is a good morning. And in all things, God, we give you thanks. We thank you, Father. We honor you. We welcome you, what you want to do, what you want to do, how you want to do it through us this morning. Pray through us, Father, as we seek your face. See through us, hear through us, have your way. We lift Jesus. May every word, dear God, that we speak forth, your spirit rests on it. Activate because it is coming from your throne to do what you say to do to whom you want it to be sent to for your purpose, your intent. You be the glory, God. You be the honor, God. To you be the praise. Hallelujah. We welcome you. We also want to say good morning to each one of you, our sisters and brothers who have joined the prayer call this morning. Good morning to the fivefold ministers. Good morning to lay ministers. Good morning to the intercessors, the watchmen on the wall, everyone that Father God has called to this call. We say good morning. It is morning. It is a new day. Time for new grace. Hallelujah. New compassions. Amen. Are you ready to receive? Well, without further ado, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. The angel at our house, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, we say great morning to you. We bless you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We also want to say good morning and send blessings to our prayer call controller, Sister Kima Joseph. We say good morning to you, sis. Thank you for everything that you and the rest of your co-laborers do every morning on Wednesdays and Thursdays so that we're prepared for the prayer call. And we just want to say thank you and may God bless you. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. Good morning, Minister Randall. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Excuse my laughter, but, you know, the enemy tried to attack this morning. I thank God for the team. I was able to reach out to yes. Minister Helena and get what I needed in order to get on the call and be prepared today. So with that being said, I am doing absolutely fantastic, giving God the praise for another opportunity to be alive in the land of the living and to be in this assignment on this morning. Good morning, Sister Kima, and thank you all so much for being on the line. Amen, amen. <laughs> Listen, we have spiritual eyes to see and to hear. To our God, Jesus, be the glory. Amen. 
Our prayer requests that have been submitted and any praise reports will be offered up by Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing this morning, sis? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing excellent, wonderful, blessed. How are you this morning? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, without further ado, we know we have great expectation of what God is going to speak through Minister Randall. The struggle is real, but look, Jesus is Lord. Come on, Minister Randall. The grace is already on you. Thank you so much, and, and good morning to you, Charlene. I don't know if I remember to say that or not, but praise God for his presence on the line this morning. I want to give honor to Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian once again for this opportunity to grow in this level of ministry. I want to thank all of the clergy that are on the line this morning that are chiming in from all over uh, on, on this morning and want to acknowledge the universal body of Christ, especially my new destiny family that have all on the line this morning. Please pray for me as we begin this morning's devotion entitled Abounding Grace Marked by the King. We're going to tap into three specific scriptures that came from the magnificent word of God on Sunday from our own bishop. Uh, Just a wonderful, wonderful word. If you haven't had a chance to hear that message, you can get to it through the YouTube channel. But our first passage of Scripture this morning to help build this devotion would be out of the New King James Version of Colossians, the second chapter, the ninth and the tenth verse. Verse 9, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And verse 10, And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. In the Amplified Classic, Proverbs 21 and 21, verse 21, reading, He who earnestly seeks after and craves righteousness, mercy, and loving kindness will find life in addition to righteousness, uprighteousness, and right standing with God and honor. And then my favorite verse in this piece this morning is out of the Amplified Version, John 15, 1 through 4, verse 1, beginning, I am the true vine, and my Father is the true vine dresser. Verse 2, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. Verse 3, you are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which... I have discussed with you in verse four, remain in me and I will remain in you just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. As the apostle Paul is speaking of Jesus Christ here, he closely imitates what he also phrases in Colossians 1 and 19 out of the King James Version, for God in in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. But in chapter 1 of Colossians, the connection was reconciliation with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. So here in chapter 2, Paul is making the contrast between the importance of deceptive worldly or human philosophy 
and Christ's wisdom. In Isaiah 55 and 9, it reminds us his ways are higher than our ways. Amen? So do not be deceived this morning because these words also emphasize the human aspect of Jesus. I love the fact that when some taught that Jesus was divine but not fully human, the Apostle Paul comes and he clearly notes Jesus was physically human while also fully divine. James, John, one and one. Now, though we might know and even hear modern men of today often argue belief in the deity of Jesus, but the Apostle Paul clearly believed and wrote about the deity of Jesus in this letter to the Colossians. So the doctrine of Jesus' deity is not a later intervention, so to say, but the teaching of the eyewitnesses of Jesus. There were many. The Apostle Paul is encouraging the Colossians through this letter, like we're being encouraged weekly in our various houses of faith, not to be tricked by the deceptive arguments not by deceptive arguments, which happen to come from those who are trying to make a point about something or someone, or in this case, Jesus, that they don't truly know because they haven't studied the word. The deception of what they're speaking could, could actually influence you to switch your faith and your belief if you stand and choose to listen to it long enough. So listen, this, those who put their faith in Christ are quote unquote spiritually circumcised. In other words, cut off from the bad of the vine in order to grow and become full because of the pruning and because of the new growth that happens from the true word of God. So those who put their faith in Christ are spiritually circumcised and are identified with God through faith. Now, this act of forgiveness by God frees us from the eternal penalty of sin, restores our relationship, and defeats the evil forces of this day that are fighting against us. That's being marked by the king this morning. That's abounding grace at work for us when we can look and see that the act of forgiveness those of us who have experienced it frees us from the eternal penalty of sin and restores our relationship with God and defeats the evil forces that are coming at us day by day. That's how we know we're marked by the Lord Jesus. We're marked by the King. The abounding grace of God is at work for us. I believe this entire chapter is powerful because the Apostle Paul is warning Christians not to be taken in by the deceptive arguments that they hear. Because of the way Christ accomplished everything, we need to be justified before God. Again, abounding grace is at work to mark us for the King. He is letting us know, do not be deceived this is not the season, nor is it the time. Find 
the truth. Know God for yourself. If he did this for me, as I know he has, he'll do the same thing for you this morning. So follow Jesus Christ today. This good, <clears throat> excuse me, this good book of the Proverbs that we're looking at for verse chapter 21 and 21, this is not just a book of wisdom, or called rather a book of wisdom for nothing. The book of Proverbs 21 Solomon begins and he ends with a declaration of God's sovereignty. And why not? God's sovereignty is who he is. It's his character. It's who we worship. It's the God of our salvation, the majesty. And so we see this in this specific verse in Proverbs 21. Because in Proverbs 10 and 1, King Solomon wisely points out that a life marked by virtues such as kindness and mortality tends to result in longer life, spiritual growth, and a good reputation. Who doesn't want that kind of abounding grace in their lives? Longer life, spiritual growth, a good reputation. It's this pursuit that involves a proper relationship to God. Tied to righteousness, it also demands a proper relationship to others, characterized by kindness. Whatever happens to, to the days of treating people with respect, doing something to help someone out, speaking to lift someone up, and just simply being kind enough to love somebody with kindness. But those who sincerely seek Jesus Christ and his goodness or righteousness, can expect rewards. Matthew 6 and 33 says so. You can expect rewards. We've been marked by the king for abounding grace. Don't you just love how Jesus makes the subtle claim to his divinity and reveals how God relates to mankind in John the 15th chapter, the first through the fourth verse? The vine being Jesus produces life to the branches, which is us, and we look good because the Father is the vine dresser, and he dresses us to look good like God, like God's children should look. He is relating to his people much the same way someone might grow and nurture a plant in their garden or, or, or a farm because it includes the process like pruning and removal of dead or diseased branches. Jesus uses this metaphor to explain how our spiritual life as a born-again believer is drawn from his life. God's intent for our lives is to progress from barrenness to fruitfulness and to spiritual abundance. We've been marked for abounding grace. John 15 tells us how Jesus also repeats his command for believers to love each other. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your abounding grace that has marked us when we have received your forgiveness and salvation. Thank you that your word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path giving us the confidence to walk by faith and not sight. 
Lord, we give you praise this morning for this, for our strength thus far in this precious time of consecration through fasting and praying to continue lifting up your name as we move forward and as we move upward in the things of God by grace. Now bless us to grow in you as we take this word this morning and use it to help somebody else get on board with the grace-filled life marked by a king. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Father, for your abounding grace marked by the king. Amen. Without further ado, Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. My sisters and brothers, let's stand in agreement as she prays. What a wonderful word. Thank you so much, Minister Randall. Um, we praise God for the word this morning, for God's abounding grace. Um, we have a couple of prayer requests this morning. Um, one is from our uh, brother, uh, brother Michael Moore um, in the uh, praise and worship team asking us to pray for his brother Donovan Moore who has a, an aggressive form of cancer and, and is receiving aggressive treatment. Um, so, Father, we come this morning in the name of Jesus. We come, Lord God, knowing that we don't have to be afraid when the word cancer arises because, Father, you are the big C over cancer, which is the little C. Christ is over cancer. And so we come boldly approaching the throne of grace to obtain mercy in time of need this morning, Father. You said in your word, Father God, that um, you yourself bore his sicknesses. You carried his diseases. The chastisement of his peace was upon you, and by your wounds that Donovan Moore has been healed. You said, Father God, in Jeremiah 30 and 17, that you would restore health to Donovan, that you would heal his body, Lord God. Your word says, Father, that you sustain him on his sickbed, and in his illness you would restore him to health, Father God, that you, Lord God, heal all of his diseases, Father. And so we come in agreement with your word this morning. We speak to cancer and we command it to die, to shrivel up, to lead in the name of Jesus. We curse the root of the cancer cells and we cast out the spirit of cancer in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, um, if there's any uh, bitterness or unforgiveness in, in, in Brother Donovan's life, Lord, show it to him so he can release that because that's a cancer, Lord God. We command the electrical magnetic frequencies of, of Brother Donovan's body to come into harmony and balance. We curse any bad cells, any prions, and we command them to dissolve and to be absorbed by the body. We speak and we command Brother Donovan Moore's uh, uh, body's defensive killer cells. We command them to multiply in the name of Jesus, to attack in the name of Jesus, and to destroy all cancer cells in Jesus' name. We command healing to any damaged tissues and any damaged organs that have been affected and for normal function to be restored in the name of Jesus. We pray over the chemotherapy uh, 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 as it's going on, Lord God. We know it's designed to kill cancer cells, but it also may damage other 
parts of the body, Lord God. And so we pray and we cover Brother Donovan in the blood of Jesus, oh God. We pray, Lord God, that you would protect his body, Lord God, as he's even going through a chemotherapy, Lord God, that you would keep that chemotherapy from damaging and killing the good cells, oh God. We ask you to overtake him by the blood of the lamb today, Lord God. We dip him and we cover him in the blood of Jesus this morning, Lord God. We seek hope to uh, Brother Donovan. Brother Donovan, we command you to live in the name of Jesus. We speak life over you. We speak the Zoe life of God over Brother Donovan this morning in the name of Jesus, Father. We ask you to strengthen him, Lord God. Cause him to recover, oh God. Show you. Show yourself strong in his life, oh God. Show out, oh God. Throw your weight around, oh God, concerning him, Lord God. That, Lord God, just as you raised those from the dead, just as you healed, oh God, all those that came to you with sickness and disease, oh God, you can do this for Brother Donovan, Lord God. And so we agree with heaven and we release our faith for Brother Donovan Moore's healing, restoration, and complete recovery in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for it today, Lord God, that we can put our trust in you. We place our faith in you, Lord God. Things may be impossible for man, but all things are possible with you, Lord God. You are sovereign, most high God, almighty God. Nothing's too hard for you, Lord God. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? There's nothing too hard for you, Father. So we thank you, Lord God, that as we pray and release our faith, you said if we pray according to your word, we know you've heard us. And if we know you've heard us, we know we have the request that we've asked of you, Father. So we pray for your kingdom to come and your will to be done in Brother Donovan today, Father, in earth as it already is in heaven, Father. And we thank you and we give you praise for that in Jesus' name. The next prayer request is for our sister, Victoria Wimberly, um, whose uh, younger sister transitioned uh, home yesterday. Um, Father God, we come in the name of Jesus and we lift up Sister Victoria, Lord God. We lift up her niece and her family, Lord God, uh, and we ask you to comfort them and to strengthen this family, Lord God. We ask you to uh, wrap your loving arms around them, Father God. You are the God of all comfort, oh God. We ask you to be the strength of this family's heart today, Lord God. You said that those that mourn, would be comforted by you, Lord God, that you heal the brokenhearted, Lord God. Heal this family, Lord God. Bind up their wounds, oh God, today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Your word says in Revelation that you would wipe away every tear, Lord God. So wipe the tears from this family's eyes. We know you collect your tears in a bottle, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for um, that you would just uh, comfort and strengthen and direct them in the things that need to happen in the days to come, Lord God. Help this family to come closer and stronger together in you, Father God. We lift up all the families, Lord God, that may have had family members, loved ones, uh, transition, Lord God, asking for your comfort, asking for your strength, oh God. We know, Lord God, that uh, you have come and you have given us life, Lord God, but we know that uh, people will still transition, bones will still break, a uh, 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 heartache will still come, Lord God, because we're in a fallen world, oh God. We thank you, Lord, that we're not here alone, Father, that you are with us, oh God, that you are the God of grace, that you are the God of all comfort, oh God. So comfort and strengthen your people today, Lord God. 
Help each one, Lord God, in any area, Lord God, of sadness and sorrow, Lord God, that they may have gone through, Father. We pray for those, Lord God, who are without walls, oh God, that are looking for homes, oh God. We ask you to open doors for those that uh, are looking for homes, oh God, that have been uh, uh, kicked out of their, their apartments and their homes, Lord God, that you would bless them, Lord God, to uh, find shelter, Lord God, to find a home, Lord God. We know, Lord God, you're concerned about the things that concern us, Father God. So we thank you, Lord God, that we can invite you in, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will work on our behalf, that you open doors that no man can close, Lord God. You close doors that no man can open, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for opening the doors for those, Lord God, that have asked, Lord God, for prayer, Lord God, so that they can get a a new home, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, protection for those that are uh, without walls, those that are homeless, Lord God, in the in the cold, in the rain, Lord God, that you would be their shelter, Lord God, that you would comfort them, Lord God, that you would keep them, Lord God, and protect them and deliver them today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are our God, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are God of grace and that your grace strengthens us, oh God. So strengthen your people today, Lord God, in the grace of you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for using your power and your ability on our behalf, even though we don't deserve it. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that's paid the price, oh God, so that when you look at us, you see the blood, Lord God, and you give us grace, you give us favor, and you give us mercy. We thank you for today, Father, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. And we stand in agreement as touching here on earth. So we know that Father has heard the petitions that have been lifted up. And we know that the petitions that we've asked for have been granted. Amen. Jesus, be thou glorified. Minister Randall, we want to swing back to you to see if you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning. Thank you, Sister Charlene. I was just going to say, let us just um, marinate in John 15, 1 through 4 this morning on throughout this week and the rest of our time of fasting. It really confirms who God is in our lives and who we are to him, so we don't need to be deceived. We know who's our Father, and he's already marked us by the abounding grace of God. Amen. 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 Good icing. (laughs) couple of announcements before we leave for this morning. Corporate prayer will be held at the Pittsburgh campus this Saturday at 7 a.m. Please join us out at the Pittsburgh campus this Saturday. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Randall, Sister Margaret, Sister Kima, myself, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Thank you for joining the prayer call. Remember to send in your prayer request. Go to the website, follow the home, from the homepage, click connect. Follow the ministry link at the prayer section, click prayer request, and enter your request or your praise reports. We want to hear from you. We stand believing in expectation of what God is doing. Amen. And if we ask, we shall receive. So send in your praise reports. We know there are many out there. Send them in. Let us hear from you. 
Let's go before the throne of God again together. Hallelujah. Before we depart from the call, Father, we thank you for your word today. I pray, dear God, that you replenish Minister Randall, replenish Sister Margaret, replenish each one of your intercessors that have stood together in agreement this morning, praying ye one for another, that ye may be healed. In the name of Jesus, Father, we still stand together in agreement, in unity where you command the blessing. Father, I declare that we walk in your grace and power. We walk, God, knowing that your grace abounds. Your grace abounds. Your grace abounds in our lives. Help us by the power of your grace to understand and know, just as you spoke to Minister Randall this morning, that in us, just as in Jesus, dwells the fullness of the Godhead. You, Father, you, Jesus, you, Holy Spirit, may we make you proud, Father, as we walk in the power and the authority that you've given us. In your word, I declare that we find life, we find righteousness, we find honor because we follow after your righteousness and your mercy according to what you've spoken, Father. I declare that we bear good fruit from you and we will never be cut off from you, the true vine. Hallelujah. I declare, Father, that You prune us as you will, Father, so that we produce more beautiful fruit, fruit that remains. Hallelujah. And we will remain in you, Father, because we are hidden with Christ in you. And we will never be cut off. In Jesus' name, we pray. Be thou glorified, God. Be thou glorified, Jesus. Now unto you, Father, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto you, God, be glory in your church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen, amen, and amen. Susakima, please continue the worship. 